0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today breakfast briefing my name is Henry Jennings it is Tuesday the 24th of May and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read the disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on the World Wide Web, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours on this beautiful day, then you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there. Plus, of course, you can check out all the other goodies available on the website. All right, well, we had a much better night on the U.S. markets last night, but before we all get too carried away, we are seeing U.S. futures under a bit of pressure first thing this morning. We did see Snap come out with some uh, comments, some numbers in terms of after-hours announcement, and as a result, they've certainly snapped the sentiment around social media stocks with big losses across the board. Snap a 20% plus loss talking about a deterioration of macro conditions but let's face it who uses snap anyway all right but uh, for the record books uh, the Dow Jones closed up 618 points or nearly 2% 1.98% 31,880 it had a high of a Boeing 707 and we had a low of 134 points (coughs) and uh, obviously closing towards its highs. What caused the rally in the U.S.? We saw the Nasdaq up 181, or 1.59%, 11,535. And the S&P 500, as usual, as we say in the middle for diddle, 1.86 higher, 72 points, 39.74. What caused all this breakout of optimism? A number of things. JP Morgan saw uh, their CEO, Jamie Dimon, uh, with some pretty positive comments about the US economy. And we also saw President Biden toying with the idea of reducing or even abandoning the tariffs that he put that Donald Trump put on Chinese imports, which would certainly go some way to alleviating the inflation rate in the US. So that was taken as a positive. Our market is showing 19 points to the good 0.27%, 7172. So pretty cautious still our market compared to the US but they're bouncing hard but as I say those snap numbers after hours have whacked uh, the likes of Meta, Google etc on the back of uh, reduced advertising revenues for social media companies. It may be this is confined to snap but it may be that it is a sign that the US economy is slowing and slowing quite quickly so uh, we will treat all things with caution and probably focus on the uh, the downside of the Dow futures in our time zone, as opposed to the upside in the results from uh, the U.S. markets last night. VIX index falling 1.3.23% to 28. Here we have all this high worries and concerns about recession, inflation, interest rates, etc., war in Ukraine, and yet the VIX index is pretty pathetic really at 28, but there we go. Some complacency still in hedging uh, the uh, exposure through the CBOE options pricing. Commodities, though, were better, and that, of course, bodes well for our market today. Brent crude up 87 cents to 113.42. It's hard to see inflation coming under any kind of control uh, around the world, really, when you've got oil prices at 110. A barrel, so that was up 0.77 percent. WTI lagging 110.29, up only one cent. And the gold price better 0.31 percent, $5.70, 1847.80. The iron ore price pretty steady at 134.29, and the Aussie dollar creeping higher 70.98. We are seeing money coming out of the US dollar safe haven and into equities again. So that is why we're seeing the US dollar come under a little bit of pressure and the Aussie dollar pushing a little bit higher and that gold price perking up somewhat. Uh, In other commodities, we had copper up 1.3%, nickel down 1.3%, aluminium up 0.4%, zinc up 2.1%, lead up 1.6%, tonne pretty much unchanged. Looking across at mining stocks, uh, BHP in ADR terms, that's American Depository Receipts, uh, 2.1% better, Rio up 1.7%, freeport MacMoran up 5.6%, Alcara up 4.2%, Tech down 1%, Anglo up 3.7%, Glencore up 3.1%, Vale up 28 uh, sorry 29 my eyes are not great, Albemarle up 2.8% as well, so some strength in commodity stocks in uh, place should help our markets today, we did see that yesterday with those iron ore stocks in Australia doing well. The S&P 500 there, you can see, closing pretty much towards its highs. But as I say, after hours, we did see those numbers from Snap. I think it was around 24% down, 24% down after hours on the back of comments from the uh, the CEO. So uh, still a question who uses Snap. But anyway, it looks like people are cutting back on their advertising on Snap. It may just be that they're pushing it across the TikTok and Instagram, which doesn't seem to be seeing any sign of adverts falling, as my Instagram feed, when I look at it, which is not very often, is full of adverts. But anyway, uh, in the US, tech stocks, we saw Apple up 4%, Meta up 1.39%. All these uh, social media companies, you can forget those rises that we saw last night, really. Uh, Google was up 23 and Microsoft up 32 But as I say, after hours, that snap number really has dented uh, the uh, Prices of those Tesla was up 1.6, but the US banks were the highlight of the US market last night. On those comments from Jamie Dimon and uh, the outlook from JP Morgan, Uh, JP Morgan was up 6.2 percent. Citigroup looks like Buffett may have picked that one like a nose up 6.1 percent. Goldman's up 3.2. Bank of America up 5.9. Wells Fargo up 5.2. Block. The artist formerly known as Square, unchanged, so confined to those big US banks. But J.P. Morgan having a really good night. Twitter down 1.1% and Walmart recovering 2.8% higher. Here we go with the major stories. Well, we've got the Dow up over 600. S&P pulls away from bear market territory. It flirted with that down 20%, but it wasn't to be. Maybe they took a BEX and had a lie down. And we have seen the US market rally, but we are seeing US futures under pressure in our time as we see those snap numbers. China plans tax relief of over $21 billion to lift the economy, and the U.S. has unveiled a 13-nation economic pact to assert Asian leaderships. And the RBNZ, that's the Reserve Bank in New Zealand, seen racing to neutral with second straight half-point hike. And Biden, a bit of a slip of the tongue for President Biden in Taiwan as he pledged to defend Taiwan militarily. If China were to invade now, that is not official U.S. policy and did freak a few people out. And officials were quick to walk his slight misstep back and uh, reiterate the one China policy that they have. And Biden was referring that they would help Taiwan with weapons as opposed to troops on the ground. He also said that he's considering lifting some tariffs on Chinese imports. You do get a feeling there is a bit of a cooling of relations, well, a bit of a pullback in relations with China at the moment. And uh, we are seeing, as I say, some talk about lifting those tariffs. Uh, we're also seeing that stimulus from China. And we also, interestingly, saw President, uh, Premier Li uh, last night uh, congratulate Anthony Albanese on his election victory. So maybe maybe some semblance of normality is returning slightly towards U.S. and Australian politics with China. Uh, Lagarde uh, says the ECB likely to be in a position to exit negative rates by the end of quarter three. This I still find extraordinary. You have the Euro, the German inflation rate at 7.1% at the moment. And the ECB is just thinking about exiting negative rates. Thinking about it. It's not actually done it. It's thinking about it. And she has signalled a preference for a 25 basis point rate hike in July. 25 basis point. That doesn't sound like a rate hike to me. And German economic sentiment unexpectedly improved in May. South Korean exports rose 24% in the first 20 days of May. And Beijing has seen record numbers of new COVID cases for its current outbreak, which is reviving lockdown fears into perspective, though it's under 100 cases. What to expect today? Well, J.P. Morgan Chase lifted its forecast for interest income and affirmed its profitability target at its investor conference. As I said earlier, J.P. Morgan was up 6.2% on the back of that. So Jamie Dimon has uh, injected a little bit of optimism into the U.S. narrative at the moment. And the latest uh, M.L.I.V. Pulse survey, which asks 1,009 respondents in the U.S. what they think about the S&P. Five hundred, and they're saying that it's likely to keep falling this year before bottoming at around thirty-five hundred, according to the median projection of those thousand and nine respondents. So, aren't we seeing a little bit of peak negativity happening in the U.S. stock fifty up one4 uh, percent, FTSE up one point seven, CACs up one point two, DAX up one point four overseas, and ten-year yields in the U.S. two point eight five. Now they're starting to worry about recessions rather than inflation Australia 3.32 Germany back above that one percent level 1.01 and interestingly as I said earlier that Chinese Premier Li has congratulated uh, Albo uh, for his election victory so maybe we are seeing a little bit of normalization occurring there in the newspapers today it has been said by Janus Henderson that Australian dividend payments this is a massive number reached $97.9 billion, which is a record high in the last year. And more interestingly, $1 in every $2 was from mining companies. $97.9 billion back to investors in the last year. And Vec- Van Eck Australia is going to list an ETF fund tracking the price of carbon across four global emission trading schemes on the ASX. It will be called the Eck Global carbon credits ETF. Good luck with that. And Sumitomo has sold its new farm stake at $5.38. Citigroup put through the block trade last night after hours. And Suncorp is meeting with AMA, which is the crash repair business, uh, to discuss its futures. There are stories that it had been in discussions with it because Suncorp has a 25-year plus service agreement with AMA. And we have today uh, CGF, which is Challenger, holds its investment day. It reaffirms normalised NP, non-profit before, net profit before tax, is expected to be the upper end of 4.30 to 4.80 uh, versus uh, Factset, which is the uh, consensus expectations around 4.73.8. And BAPCOR could be in the running for buying JCAR, which is up for sale at the moment. Probably have to buy it in bits and put it together themselves. But anyway, we'll see. Question of the day today. Should we care about US social media companies selling off? That's obviously taken the wind out of some of the bull sales in the US after hours with that massive fall in Snap and also taking some of the other social media companies with it and Snap talking about the deterioration of macro conditions uh, in the last recent times. So that is uh, a worry because a lot of small businesses apparently advertise on Snap. Maybe that's something uh, they do in the US, but uh, certainly uh, it is a concern. But uh, is that a sign that uh, we are seeing a slowdown in small business and a pullback in those advertising budgets on social media? Or is it maybe just the fact that social media advertising doesn't work as well as it was supposed to? Who knows? Interesting to hear your thoughts on that one. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group as usual. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. It's a great group. Members, helping members is the motto there. And if you're listening to this on a podcast and you want to hear more Marcus today, wonderfulness, you can head to the Marcus Strategy Podcast, which is a fly on the wall morning meeting uh, podcast or on the desk podcast with the team in Melbourne discussing some of the things that are preying on their financial minds at the moment or my on the couch podcast where I talk to some of the CEOs and some of the fund managers in the business, which I think would interest you and this week i'm hoping to sit down with the ceo of a uranium company and uh, talking uranium talking their projects and seeing how things are going for them last week i interviewed james hawkins from l1 capital the catalyst fund which he runs very successfully around there so certainly worth a listen there that's it for me today thanks very much for listening and may the trading gods be with you